2: Welcome back everyone to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. Where today we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from February 25th of 1989. It's been a long couple of weeks, Doc. We had a couple of Saturday nights in here. We had a clash, clash 5, and then we had the pay-per-view, the Shy Town Rumble. and we're coming off some hot wrestling. That could only mean a hotter than thick thumbs, baby. Episode of Saturday Night. How you doing, man, as we wait on Harper to join us as
3: usual? Silver would have been here.
2: I mean, what do you want me to say?
3: <laughs> I'm saying get the roster in order.
2: You're the one who was giving Silver a hard time. Now you're uh Silver would have been here, look, huh?
3: Look, I mean, somebody's got to play third banana here. Okay. Don't
2: you agree? Um, I guess. I mean, you're the one huh? who, you're the one who wanted to give me all kind of bull crap and telling Harper, Harper, he's trying to replace you, he's trying to replace you, and now you're, you're, you're saying Silva would have been here, which he would have five right. minutes early. He have did the pre show with us, right. <laughs> Bruh, bruh, bruh. I was taking a dump, bruh.
3: My bad, my bad. I was taking a dump.
2: Yeah, we hear you, Hawker. Okay. Oh, boy.
3: Todd out there, Mike. Heat index bruh. was 108 today.
2: <laughs> and it's only getting hotter.
3: Yeah. I don't know what else to say, bruh.
2: Yeah, it's... Well, you know, we 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 well, what's this? Five years now where we've done this, where we get to the summertime and we're like,
3: it's hot. And you get older, you can't handle that shit. I see why old people die in the summer. Like fuck. I, it.
2: I was telling a uh, longtime listener, Patreon member Jeff Jewett out there. Hi, Conrad. How you doing? But no, uh, Jeff is not Conrad. Uh, a friend of mine, Jeff, and and I was telling him how like in my garage. It's like 115 to go oh, out yeah. there and get on the treadmill. Uh, like, And when I say 115, it's obviously not that all day. I'm talking about 6 p.m., 7 p.m.-ish. It is just cooking out there. You can fry an egg on the concrete with the greatest of ease. But anyway, um, I'm doing well, Doc. I guess you're doing okay, too, other than it being hot.
3: Yeah man, it's a it's a blessing to be here. Um you know, you mentioned the recent events in in the NWA. We have watched some some uh really really good wrestling and we've watched some of the greatest wrestling of all time. Um really feel like the promotion's been on an upswing even though, you know, there's been behind the scenes issues. Uh, oh, Come that on, felt bro. good. What? Right, that felt good. Oh, Shoot. I was doing something
2: on YouTube. Um man, can you focus? No, I was pulling up uh something we're going to talk about later. And the music started playing. Mm-hmm. But uh <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So no, um what were you saying? Damn, it's still playing. What is wrong with you? I was clicking on a YouTube video. Are Go you
3: ahead. are you okay?
2: What were you saying? Damn.
3: God you're a the the, worst. that the I've been saying that the wrestling's been pretty good. It's
2: been it's been excellent is what it's been to, 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 to be okay. honest. I mean, come on, man. Didn't get, any, didn't who's, get left much to, better.
3: who's left the promotion now?
2: Uh what do you mean by that?
3: I just assume people are coming in and out after the latest round of pay per view.
2: Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see, huh?
3: Sure. Um, I guess it's since you're not going to talk, Um, we no, should probably. I, mean, I, would, I, I
2: thought I thought you were. OK, hold on.
3: Special you're, shout you're, out, too busy. Our... you're too busy trying to run a podcast based on a podcast based on a TV show rather <laughs> than talk about wrestling.
2: Dude, something so something fine. hilarious happened on another show. We, we you and I discovered recently.
3: <laughs> we're
1: we're being cryptic perform. with the
3: listeners. We're here with our friends now. We need to talk mm-hmm. to them. So I'm gonna take the lead and say we need to give out a rest in peace to uh killer Tim Brooks.
2: Oh man, yeah.
3: Um, you know, he was he was one of those guys, he was never gonna be the world champ. But you need guys like him, right? I think you do. And I remember when I was a kid, man, he'd wrestle and I remember my grandma who didn't really like wrestling. She went and she goes, he looks like he smells. I was like that's probably what the look he was going for. He was a world class guy, Georgia. He sold the national title to Larry Zabisco for twenty five grand one time. Dude, he was scary. Yeah, but scary. he never but he never went on a run that like legitimized the fear, you know? But yeah, I mean, in real life he was he looked like he could uh, handle things.
2: I don't know, man. As a kid, I, 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 I was, I feared him.
3: Did he ever go up to Mid South, or did he hang out down with us mostly?
2: I don't no, I don't. I don't ever remember Mid South unless he came in for like a shot or two, and on. I don't ever remember that. Okay. No, I can't. I can't speak to that. Um, but you know, he he was, he's one of them guys, man. That that um. Like he was just needed. He was he was the type of guy that you you needed. I mean he he helped round out the roster back in the day. He was scary though, man. I remember that Lance and I were doing a show on him just recently, or with him, where he when he comes into World Class in '85, and he's he's with Gary Hart, and or Gary Hart brings him in, and and One Man Gang is is calling him Uncle Tim, like they built him that he was One Man Gang's uncle. But it's it's amazing like that. He you know, he comes into the territory and uh, I like I said, he he was the type of type of guy with that look where I don't know as a kid, man, he scared the crap out of me. So a hell of a talent. Um, You know, kill Tim, man. Rest in peace.
3: Well, let's transition to something a little bit more upbeat. What's that going to be? You got some shout-outs to the people? A uh,
2: couple real quick ones. Special shout-out to our largest patron contributors monthly, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky e. Blassy, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry, Joe Ice. Thank you for your patronage each and every month and for supporting this show, your generous patronage, and basically being the sponsors of this show. And then I got a couple of new Patreon members I need to shout-out. Uh, Steven Theriault, I don't know if I'm saying that right, new Patreon member. Thanks for signing up. Uh, some of these folks are, are also people who moved over from Podbean as well, so I should mention that. Carl Olson, he signed up a few weeks back, but he bumped up to get the clashes and the uh, WCW pay-per-views we've done. So thank you very much. Uh, Rick Havens, thank you. Omar Brown, thanks for bumping up your pledge as well. Uh, Rick Carter, Brian Burke, thank you as well um, for either moving over or becoming a new Patreon member. So those are all of our new or people who moved over. Doc uh what you got man i know you got a i know you got something you always got some flips and dives to get in so you got something over there
3: well um we did get a five-star review from uh scarface
2: so hold on
3: What's us pause in all this Woo! all right tell Actually, everybody who says, scarface is well it says tony montana 42
2: yeah, I believe uh that is Tony, one of our newer Patreon members. Thank you, Tony. Uh Doc, please read how great uh of a five-star review we got.
3: How great we are. No problem. <laughs> He's <laughs> He said uh He says here, I could say a lot about BTT and how awesome these podcasts are, but I'm a huge wrestling fan. I've listened to various podcasts over the years. But in 2018 I started listening mostly to Jim Cornette's podcast. It was through he and Brian that I in 2019 I discovered BTT. And again in 2020. You've helped me out a lot during these tough times. Well, you're not alone there, pal. These guys are funny and make no bones about the fact that they love smack talk, good times. And the classic territory days. Also, they feel like somebody you could party with, unless you're Mister White Lightning, or a Philadelphia Eagles fan. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Those are all. Those are all. Thanks for the kind words. Those are true. I'll party, partying right now, drinking a beer.
2: I think it's funny. He's <laughs> bringing up White Lightning. Oh, White Lightning. White Lightning. White Lightning. White Lightning. Uh, what else you got, Doc? Any other any other reviews? Any other uh, shout-outs? Docaholic spotlights?
3: Well, I just want to say that, um, no, I'm going to shout out, uh, my soccer team won the uh, title the other day, so the Liverpoolians, the Liverpool uh, won the English Premier League, their first title in 30 years. So, uh, sports is back around the world, and uh, we're all better for it, right? Because you don't sports, think you don't think you don't think the NFL is going to play, so
2: I don't know. I do think we need a distraction so that, as you said, God, I hate giving you credit, but you are so right. I need, uh, we need the distraction of sports. That way, we can start hating people <laughs> for reasons that make no sense and that don't matter, such as you hating Philly, Philadelphia Eagle. No, fans. that's that's real. Well, okay. are you disliking Giants fans or Redskins fans or Saints fans? The thing about sports that is so great is we have irrational dislike and hatred for many members of the other fan bases. And right now, this world needs that because those things, they really don't matter. But we get so worked up into a lather because wrestling took away that lather from us. That we need the distraction of, oh, screw you, you're a Falcons fan, you can blow me. Like, we need the distraction of, I hate you because you're a Falcons fan. Now, you're probably a good person, and we would get along great. And we probably do get along great. Except during football season when it's like, screw you and the horse you rode in on, I wish nothing but the worst for you in life. That's why we need the distraction of sports. That is... That is what's paramount right now. And I hope, I hope we get a football season. I get less hopeful by the day, but I hope we get one and we'll see. But you know what? We're here to get our minds off of those things because there are more, more important things to us in this world, such as classic wrestling. Now, Doc, we're about 20 minutes into this puppy. And of course, you know who ain't here. So what do you say, man? Should we get started on this thing?
3: Can't worry about who's not here. We can only worry about who is here.
2: I should message Silva and say, "Hey, what it is, bro? We're in the middle. We're in the middle of uh, of, do, of, of doing a show, man. Do you want to? Um, do you want to do something with us?"
3: No, uh, that would be that would be disrespectful to Harper, who's being disrespectful to us.
2: <laughs> uh, I should ask before we um, before we get into this. Uh, can you see my screen?
3: I can see your screen, my friend.
2: Alright, hold on. I just um I gotta open one other thing and then we'll get rolling into this, this glorious week that you can't wait to discuss. Uh while I'm pulling up the uh Patreon video so that I can do the video version, do you would you would you like to I guess talk about why you're so mad this week?
3: Not yet.
2: Oh you don't? Look at don't that looky
3: there. Lookie we got there ourselves a, like... a new champion.
2: Hold on one second. Let me rewind it. That way the, uh, the video folks will get it. So we've been rolling for a while now, everyone. But uh, I want to rewind and, and start the video portion now. So, uh, Doc, what were you saying just now about about what do we have here?
3: Well, we've got a new champ. We start the show here, and we've got Ricky Steamboat, who has done the unthinkable and walked away with the NWA World Heavyweight Championship.
2: So let me ask you a question because we're going to get into this more as we do this week's show. Are you okay with that open where they show Yes. steam So you're fine with that right there? Yes. All right, good. I just want to get that out cuz uh, I think we're on the same I think we're going to end up being on the same page with this thing, but I also think we're going to have to have a discussion about how they open the show and how things go on in this show. I have some some thoughts I got on, and I know you got a ton of stuff you want to get off your chest, but we'll get to that. So the show opens, and like Doc was just saying... They start with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's hand being raised as the new NWA World Heavyweight Champion. We reviewed that pay-per-view on our Patreon feed at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. You can sign up there and get not only that pay-per-view, but all the pay-per-views we've done in uh, NWA WCW from 88 and 89. Along with, we've now done five Clash of the Champions. So again, that's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Uh, to get those reviews and my god did we have a doc we did about fifty minutes just on the flare steamboat match. Anything you want to say to entice the listeners to uh go get that audio on Patreon?
3: Well I do think that uh, we're at our best as a threesome when the wrestling is hot and oh the my wrestling god. is good. Yeah. yeah we do good wrestling way better than we do bad wrestling. And I had that match. We we talked about it. And we said, you know, is it in the top three all the time? You know, we said, you know, definitely it, it would be in that conversation. So it was hot. We were hot. What do you want to say?
2: There was no comedy. The three of us just reviewed one of the greatest matches you'll ever see, and. That was it. There was. I mean, I I can't even explain it any other way, but it was fantastic. Again, you can get that from tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT.
3: All right. So then we head to the studio. Them them sons of bitches put on a clinic, right?
2: God damn. There isn't an adjective. There isn't. I don't have the words to describe it other than us watching that back and commenting on what we saw that's it was it's it, clinic is the best way to put it so now on this week's episode after they show steamboat's hand being raised we head to the studio where jim ross is leading the show and jr tells us that rotunda mike rotunda won back his tv title and luger uh <laughs> and luger won the u.s title uh jr also mentions that neither paul lee nor jim Cornette. Uh, were forced to leave the NWA, and he will have a full report later on that situation. So stay tuned there, folks. Um, The first match is JYD and Michael Hayes. They're back together now, and they defeat uh, Nightmare and El Negro. Uh, Hiro Matsuda is shown out at ringside, and JR and Magnum tell us that Matsuda is scouting JYD and Hayes, and Matsuda may be looking to add them to his stable uh, Hayes hits El Negro with the DDT and they end up winning I point out that Matsuda is out there scouting JYD and Hayes because of something that Hayes says later on in the show that is the worst one of the worst things we've ever heard on a Saturday night we'll save that for later though doc any thoughts on this match
3: um I want to know why hero hero is out there man and Hayes looks confused on the ring apron. Um, I guess we've put decided that JYD and Hayes should team again. I thought Hayes was teaming with Dick Murdoch now.
2: I told you, man, don't get you everything was at not airtight, brother.
3: Jesus. They've thrown Hiro Matsuda straight over the ring so we can't see anything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you're a patron you gotta love, watch the video version. We've got the pitcher and pitcher again where Hiro Matsuda is taking up the top left quarter of the screen. There you go. At least at least he's not in front of the wrestlers. But, again, you think they figured this out. But, hey, they're not going to figure this out for a long time. So there's that. Okay. Doc, any other thoughts on Hayes and JYD winning this match?
3: No, didn't Hayes get it with the DDT?
2: Yes, he hits. Um, Who did he hit? He hit El Negro with the DDT for the win. And the pitcher and pitcher's in the way of the wrestlers right now. But let's keep going.
3: Uh, well, you know.
2: <laughs> the next matchup is Hacksaw Butch Reed with Hiro Matsuda. He's out there and he's going to wrestle a gentleman by the name of Chris Powers. Uh, Reed hits that big flying shoulder tackle off the top rope. Reed gets the victory. Doc, we're often running to a rather mundane episode of Saturday night at this point. But uh, what are your yeah, thoughts, on we're,
3: Butch Reed? we're going to be a good 15 minutes in. When do we cut promos anymore? We used to have 40 second matches and three minute promos. Now we got 15 minutes of matches and no promos.
2: And like I told you earlier this week, it's not going to get any better, especially once we leave the studio. I don't see it doesn't get any better. There's still promos, but we end up with a lot more competitive matches, at least early on, uh, from what I recall, when you first leave the studio. But there, yeah. Uh, No promo yet. No promo yet. So, all right. After Butch Reed wins. Uh, I, I guess, did I ask you anything, if you had anything from Butch Reed?
3: I really don't have anything. All right.
2: So Jim Ross throws us to some footage of the Shy town Rumble. And again, you can get our recap of it at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. About two hours of audio uh, where we covered the complete rumble in its entirety. Uh, we do see in this footage that JR throws us to Rotunda defeat Steiner for the TV title. We also see Luger defeat Wyndham for the U.S. title. Uh, we see the Roe Warriors, um, who retain their NWA World Tag Team titles. And we see Steamboat defeat Flair, although we don't see the finish of it. Now, I will give them credit here. They are, in this segment as they throw to it, selling the, I guess, t- people to call the 1-800 number to get the VHS of of this show. So. Hey. They did at least do that. I mean, you saw it a second ago. Like, if I go back to it, there's the right there available on video cassette. There's a number you can call. So at least they did that. Now, that's a good mm. thing that they did. Um, Doc, any thoughts as they throw to a recap of these matches, like real quick segments? It's not long.
3: No, if I'm watching this this video this commercial, I'd be like, man, that's cool to see the stuff from the the actual pay per view. I'm it, glad they did that.
2: And it's good marketing, I think, to try to get someone to buy the video cassette. But I'll—I have something to say later on in the show as I say that. Yeah. All right. So then uh, we go to another match. Uh, we got Steiner versus Rotunda from the Shy Town Rumble.
3: Um what? <laughs> So wait a minute. <laughs> go ahead. I'm just confused. And and we didn't see the Scott Steiner promo.
2: This is the NWA. We wrestle.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yes, we did see that in, in, from the Rumble. We, we didn't did? play it on the show. Yeah, we didn't play it. Oh. At least I feel like we did. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but like the, the thing is, they show Steiner's promo before the match, and we see it. No, you're right. They didn't show it on a Rumble. That's right. And they talk to him real quick, and then we see a very, very young Scott Steiner. We saw Scott Fair. Steiner at the ring, outside at the ring. But we see a very young Scott Steiner. Um, they cut this real quick promo. Um, <laughs> Rick Steiner hasn't been normal since, uh, or Scott says Rick hasn't been normal since he's had an accident that he's been in. And that's why Steiner, Rick Steiner always is talking to Alex, his imaginary friend. And then after that, Doc... I'm guessing this made you mad. They re-aired the entire Steiner versus Rotunda match from the Shy Town Rumble. Did that anger you?
3: At this point I'm not angry, I'm confused. Is that fair?
2: I'm okay with them airing the TV title match in its entirety.
3: I am too. Because it could very well become the... See why you don't want to miss these pay-per-views?
2: And you're not giving away the whole kit and caboodle, as Jimmy Delray used to say. The whole what? Kit and caboodle. You're not giving...
3: The whole kibbles and bits?
2: You're not giving away... You're not giving away the main thing that would entice someone to buy the pay-per-view. Or the pay-per-view's already gone. By the video cassette. So I'm okay with Steiner and Rotunda at this point. in that being aired. Because you got a bunch of other matches on it. That aren't. You know we were assuming at this point aren't being aired. And we always say this. Put yourself back into the mindset of 1989 Doc and Menace. Tuning in to Saturday Night on TBS. There's no way, I mean, you may as well have been televising that pay-per-view on Mars. We weren't going to we were not going to see that live. Thus, hey, holy crap, tune in, you got Steiner, and you got Rotunda, and it's a rematch, world TV title, NWA TV title on the line. This is great. We get to see this on free TV. Yeah, it's almost a week after the fact, but... And look, they're, they're plugging it again, available on video cassette. So we got that point. But the point being, you know, I mean, you got to put ourselves back into that mindset. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you hear me? Do you feel me there, Doc?
3: So far. Yes.
2: All right. Well, at, at least you can agree with that part. So I'm OK yeah. with that. I'm, I'm OK with that. And it seems like you are as well.
3: Yes, I'm not entirely happy. Young me would have been all about it. I'm not so sure right now. I'm a little confused.
2: And, and, and let me point out, they re, when I say they re-air, they show the whole damn match. It isn't, you know, bits and clips of it. It's We get the whole <sighs> match. All right. So we're okay so far then, right?
3: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah
2: yeah oh shit Hopper just texted I don't have the internet
3: where did he where did he leave it
2: uh let me see if you want me to call your phone
3: nah bruh I didn't watch the show either
2: (laughs) Uh, I guess his internet's out
3: it's so hot down there probably it just melted the internet
2: dude they had a Temperature index of like 109, 110 today. And then it's more humid there than it is here. So I can only imagine. All right. So I asked him if he he wants him to call his phone. Uh, Let's see what he says. All right. So we're good so far then. I'm going to go to the next promo, which uh 35 minutes into the show. We finally get a freaking promo. Remember
3: how this used to be a show just shit talking (laughs) left and right? Now what?
2: By the way, this is a an hour and 27 minute episode, you know, minus the commercials and everything. So, all right, let's go to Eddie Gilbert, who is out there right now with Magnum uh, giving a promo. Welcome back to World Championship Wrestling. You know, Eddie Gilbert has had a tough year thus far. We all know that. We've all watched him. I understand you've got a real surprise for everybody in the wrestling world. That's right. You know,
0: besides Santa Claus, i got to say this, Magnum, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert comes up with more surprises, more presents for the wrestling fans than anybody ever in the whole history of professional wrestling. And today, right here on this program, I want to introduce, maybe not introduce, but bring back, a person that means a whole lot to me, and me and my career, Missy Hyatt! I really hope oh, that. Damn, right. oh, girl.
1: girl. Good to have you back. Well, I'm glad to be back. Madison,
0: let you know
2: been together for a long time and i was sitting at home and i got tired of seeing eddie getting double teamed and then he got his nose broke and i couldn't take it anymore so that's why i'm back and i'm going to stand right here beside my man and i'm going to be the extra support that he needs to win anything that he wants to win and one
0: other thing we don't want anybody to forget just remember boys i'm talking about you Wyndhams, i'm talking about you flares i'm talking about you varsity club Missy Hyatt, sitting at home right now, has something that everybody in the studio and everybody at home knows about. It's called a Gucci purse. You mess with me, you'll probably get knocked out. The first family's back to stay, Megan. Yeah.
2: Now let's go to the rig and see hot stuff in action. All right, Missy, uh, we get the message that Missy is back, and Eddie says you mess with her, you'll get the of Gucci purse. And Harper's eyes perked up, even though he's not here as soon as he saw old Missy out there.
3: All the way alive.
2: So is this peak Missy? I don't think so, but I'll leave it at you. This is your special thing.
3: Man, can you imagine? We got to get her hooked up with Harper. (laughs)
2: Oh, man. So I guess
3: her and Eddie are married here? Is that...
2: I thought oh, so, but I always get confused by when mm-hmm. they got together, split, I believe they're married here. Okay. It's, like I don't take this the wrong way, but I don't, it's kind of hard to keep up with.
3: Do you think they went home at night and read the Bible together
2: and drank I, I, milk? I, I, I'm 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 not answering that question. Oh. <laughs> We can talk about the priests on The Sopranos later, since since this might be a quick show. Not because Harper's not here, but because man, good God, they ain't a lot. But we can talk about that later. Um, I don't know if they went home and read the Bible, and I'll leave it at that. What they let me tell you that okay. Here's the thing: what you do in your own time, as long as you're not, you know, breaking any laws, causing any harm to other people, that's your own business.
3: No, it's not. Yeah, it's, it is. My it's my business.
2: Own business. It's your own business. Okay. So, all right, Doc. Uh, What do we – um? we go to the ring. We get Eddie Gilbert who defeats Rick Connors with the hot shot. I mean, that first hot shot was terrible due to no fault of – This Gilbert's guy's system.
3: a mess too, man. Rick Connors. <laughs> he's he's a got a mess. He's got a gut.
2: This is bad.
3: <laughs> I'm wondering if Gilbert's about to turn heel, but this guy looks like hell. Rick Connors.
2: No, Gilbert's not about to turn heel. He's not. Mm-mm. Okay.
3: He's about to.
2: He's about to end up in a in a. Um, he's about to end up tagging with uh, Rick Steiner.
3: What about Scott Steiner?
2: I, Scott doesn't. So he was here on this show, but if my memory's correct, he's not gonna be like, like an integral part of anything for a while. Okay. Don't ask me. That's just what I remember. This is this is way too Man, early look, for.
3: Yeah, look, pal. I'm, I'm past where I was watching every week. So this is kind of fun to watch if they do it right.
2: The hard part is going to be to me when they leave the studio because the studio, the studio, it has it has that. How can I say it's home?
3: It's home, dude.
2: It's home. And there was the three of us. I know Harper's not here, but the three of us can always remember the very first time we saw. Saturday night on TBS and how big our eyes got and we were like. Holy crap! I he was the major watch.
3: league of professional wrestling.
2: I've told the story about my uncle Joe. I used to go to his house on Saturday. I told the story years ago. If you're new he listener, he's a true believer, right? Oh, true believer! He's still th- he's he's in his 80s now, I believe, and he's he still believes it's real. He you can't tell him it's a work. It's it's all on the up and up. There's nothing fake about it. But but you know like. Him and my my aunt, they had cable and we never had it, and I've told the story and and I used to be like, Mama, we gotta go by Uncle Joe. And we gotta, you know, got the wrestling on Saturday night and and we ain't leaving until for 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 Doc and I, you know, it was 605 on the East Coast. For Doc and I, it was 505. It was 505 to 705. And Doc, your story was you went by your grandmother or grandfather, right? Yeah. And you used to tell your You should tell daddy, doc, and mama, doc, don't come after, don't come, don't come pick me up till 7.05. Man. I got to watch the wrestling. The best part about it was when you could time it right too, because if you could go over there and watch your wrestling from 5.05 to 7.05, then you can get world class on Saturday night. You get three hours of wrestling, four hours of wrestling, right? That's
3: right. Yeah.
2: So anyway, when they leave the studio, it's going to be heartbreaking. But with that said... I I I need to get to the finish for the Patreon members out there so that they can see this freaking ridiculously terrible hot shot. Um, so it's coming up. Th- this guy is this guy looks bad. I don't know how else to, to to describe it. But the hot shot's about to come up. I think this is the first one that we're about to see here. Uh, no. Oh yeah, yeah. Here it is.
3: <laughs> God Almighty.
2: Here it comes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> His face hit the top
2: rope. Jesus Eddie's Eddie's got to be thinking, "Oh my God, what what a piece of crap! What's wrong what with this a guy?"
3: Piece of crap.
2: Uh, Harper's not responding to me now. If anybody's out there wondering why I'm I haven't called, and there's a second hot shot, which was passable, but still, my God, I've seen a lot better ones. Anyway, uh, Eddie wins, and that's that. Okay. So after Eddie's match, we go to commercial and then we come back where we are shown, I'll call it major chunks of Flair versus Steamboat from the Shy Town Rumble. They don't quite show the entire match, but they may as well have. And this is where Doc got pissed off. Doc, um, your thoughts.
3: So why would I ever pay for that videotape? And why would I ever buy a pay per view?
2: See, that is where I agree with you with this. For 2020 eyes, you look back and you go, "What the hell were they doing? Why did what they, are they just doing? why did they just give this away for free?" And I get again, they don't air the full match. I get it, but in 2020 eyes. I'm like, wait, why? Why would they do this? I mean, because the thing is, the charm of the VHS would be
3: you maybe show the first two minutes, and then you go, "Well, if you want to see them. the rest,
2: yes, tease them now."
3: Unbelievable, and then on. just, and this is where we we're going to differ. But I don't like recaps. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs>
2: Sorry, I'm choking on my water. Not you.
3: (coughs) Jesus Christ, water. Yeah, just took a big gulp. Nancy, you're you went down the (laughs)
2: wrong pipe, brother. (laughs) Okay. Um, recaps. So, do me one. Do me a favor. Yeah. Look at this real quick through 1989 eyes.
3: I would have been, if I, if I had been able to stumble on this, not being able to get the pay-per-view, and I got to see this match, I'm pretty sure my head would have exploded of, of joy.
2: So, 1989 eyes, it's like we say.
3: I'm not, I can't, I can't give them this. <coughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> Bruh, you can't what? Are you gonna, do we need to get you a swab in the nose to make sure you're alright?
2: Nineteen eighty nine eyes, doc. Come on, I'm good with this. You can't even, you can't even through nineteen eighty nine eyes look at it and say, "Oh, it's all right."
3: I can't look at it through nineteen eighty nine eyes because it's such bad business. This is awful.
2: Mm. Okay,
3: this, this I was hot, man. This is this is stupid.
2: And just, I need to point this you out. Cl-
3: you you've kneecapped two revenue streams with showing this.
2: And I I need to point out too.
3: Available on video. Well, why do I need? Why?
2: Well. (laughs) I'm laughing. Doc likes to work a lot, but I'm going to tell you he ain't working right now. He's actually being milder than I thought because while he was watching this episode and prepping for it, he started texting me. I'm hot. This is some bull crap.
3: <laughs> well, I was drunk when I watched it the first time that I am now. But I mean, for what it is, they didn't get any worse from when we recorded it. Don't get me wrong. But. This is just colossal stupidity. Colossal. I'm not going to order your videotape. Now I know I don't need to get your pay-per-view. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, you, you're mad. Next, you're going to pay me to watch the show. What kind of business model is this? The only redeeming factor of, of any of this is that I then did not have to watch an hour and 30 minutes of wrestling for this.
1: <laughs>
2: that's, what I, that's actually what I thought you would say from the get-go. I thought you'd be like, well, you know, it's not so bad. At least I didn't have to watch an hour and 30 minutes.
3: Why didn't Steamboat skin the cat there, man?
2: Hold on, hold on.
3: What? I'm having a lot of trouble with this water, man. I'm joking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it, you're <laughs> drinking Hennessy, aren't you? It's really Hennessy. No, it's not. Tell the people it's, it's Hennessy, you dumbass. <laughs> so you, sprinkle, you, you dumped an eight ball in your water and it's <laughs> messing you up.
2: Dude, if someone ever dumps something like I don't know, you can't even put that in, in liquid, right? What? You can't put that in liquid. What? <laughs> if somebody put, I'm about to show my ignorance. I should call Pop Pop and ask him. He'd be able to tell me.
3: There you go. Pop and when Pop I say Pop it. Pop,
2: I'm, my father-in-law is the original Pop Pop. So I'm just going to put that out there. And <laughs> you call Pop Pop and be like, if somebody dumped some cocaine in your, in your water or your soda, would you like, would it have the same effect as if you inhaled it? <laughs> He'd probably be able to answer me. No, 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 probably he would. But no, I, I don't. Come on, man. You know I'm not. I'm not like that.
3: You're not like what?
2: I don't do that type of thing. Like what? All right. So okay. Well, let me ask you this: They air the match. What did you think about them airing, or what did you think about them airing the post-match interview with with Steamboat in the back too?
3: That's awful on a different level. Okay, please explain. Been... Well, he's standing there blinded, and he looks stupid to be the new champ. Cause they kept spraying. The first time it was like, okay, maybe they they made a mistake. But then they got him again with the champagne as a rib. Once they knew it was burning his eyes. Well, that's wrestlers. What are you gonna do? Wrestlers.
2: Yeah, I mean that's 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 part of it. You know, you, you're not gonna get away from that. But so that upset you. That frustrated you. Yeah. All right. Well. Okay.
3: So, I mean, this just isn't. This just isn't. I mean, tell me I'm wrong, but this isn't how you do business.
2: I'm okay, like I told you, with Rotunda and Steiner re-airing that. When they got to this point, I understand why they showed it. And again, in 1989, eyes, I'd have been like, "All Here, right,
3: here's here's what I'm thinking." I think they recorded this week's in-studio and last week's in-studio at the same time and didn't have enough for this week and just said, fuck it. Because there's no other way to explain that level of stupidity.
2: You know, I didn't look it up, but there's probably something to that. I don't know... It's not I don't want to call it stupidity, but I guess at the same time it's kind of stupidity because they they gave away the one reason why you would still buy that buy that VHS. Cuz we everybody our listeners know this. We got some young listeners, but all of the older listeners know this. You and I didn't buy the VHS's because those damn things were way too much money. forty nine ninety five for one freaking tape.
3: Right, right. That, but, that shit, I'd be more likely to get a pay-per-view.
2: But how many times did we like, and I didn't have a VCR too much later, but I would still rent tapes with friends and we'd watch the VHS of them. So, as much as I could. So, like, I don't know. I feel like as a kid, if it's, you know, March of 89, and I'm like, oh, my God, I, I can't wait. Because the thing is, the VHS wasn't out at this point. You, you you were waiting a couple of months to get it, I'm assuming. I know they didn't turn that VHS around this quick. But but let's say when that so they're, they're getting orders for the VHS. But let's say for us, you know, OK, it's November of 89. Oh, my God, we finally get to see the the, the first Steamboat and flare match and we're going to rent it. It isn't. The odds are we're going to rent that puppy more than once because we just did that back in the day. So, like, I, I that's where I get I get 1989 eyes like, oh, man, we were excited. But, man, in 2020, I'm sitting there like thinking, I don't know how you do it. You're the numbers guy of the two of us They, I mean, how do you even calculate how much lost revenue they had? Because people were like, well, I saw that crap on TV. I don't need it. I don't need a I don't need a Ain't no need for me to, to to get the VHS now. I know we can't quantify it, but how much do you think they lost at $49.95 a pop?
3: Too much. <laughs> I mean... So they're a TV company. Everything was airtight, brother. <laughs> they're a TV company that throws inset promos right over the ring and now they don't know how to monetize their product.
2: Well, let's address one problem at a time here, Doc. Okay, let's we got to let that one go. <laughs> Cuz that hey, I hate to be the spoiler of bad news, but that's going to go on all the way through the up until, you know, the Monday Monday Night Nitro starts. We got years of that to come. So, anyway, that the, yeah, they were a TV company and couldn't figure it out. That that's that's one problem. But you got to I mean, As a company that would be struggling to to rake in some money, giving away Flair and Steamboat right there, eh, that's a tough one. That's a real tough one.
3: I agree. It's just it is not needed. You could have shown two minutes of that match.
2: So any other thoughts, Doc, on... On flare, on on this this part of the show, it's a good match. He's mad. Oh, it's a great match, phenomenal match. We talk about it on Patreon, tinyurl.com/slash Patreon BTT. Okay, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna go to the Iron Sheik in a second. Uh I want to uh thank everybody out there who has been using the Amazon referral link of ours, tinyurl.com/slash BTT Amazon. Thank you for bookmarking it. Thank you for using it. I know, uh, given what's going on in the world, a lot of people are doing a lot more shopping online and we thank you very much for doing so, uh, in using our Amazon referral link again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. I don't want to say which listener it was. There's actually been more than one that reached out to me, but there's been a few that have emailed me and said, uh, please don't mention my name because I don't want my wife to accidentally stumble upon this while I'm listening to it. Or if I'm listening to mm. it on a Bluetooth, but, uh, there is a uh, goddamn package outside my house from Amazon every day of the week. And uh, if she is listening, she is using the Amazon link. So, again, it's tinyurl.com slash Thank you for supporting Booking the Territory, our podcast, because, hey, we're not one of the big names. We are just these uh, local outlaw mud show podcasters. So we appreciate you using that because it greatly supports this show and goes right back into it. All right, Doc.
3: Man, it's more days than not that there's a package, man.
2: Well you mean you mean from, from La Fonda, Mrs. Doc? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> well, Doc, we got somebody in the territory that we need to show a promo for right now. And um I'm just gonna hit play and let Jim Ross introduce him. Here it is. Gentlemen, welcome
0: back to World Championship Wrestling here in the studios of Superstation TBS. Still to come, the newest member of the varsity club, Dangerous Dan Spivey in action. But ladies and gentlemen, as you all know, this is the association, the alliance that wrestles. This is the NWA. All the great American wrestlers are here. And right now, one of the greatest international stars ever in the world, professional wrestling, about to be introduced here in the NWA. He is certainly no stranger to you fans, the Iron Sheik, a man that represented his country off Iran in the Mexico City of Olympics and the Sheik of course has one of the greatest reputations in the world, the youngest Olympian ever from his country, representing the Iranian army. He has been a world champion in the amateur ranks and of course in the professional ranks. And sir, I want to welcome you to the National
1: Wrestling Alliance. Well, Mr. Rice, it's my pleasure to come from ten thousand mall, oldest country in the world Tehran Iran to the America a special toughest roughest area NWA I heard a lot of people talking about Aaron Shik. Aaron Sheikh I don't have to talk about myself intelligent American like yourself every human being in this country know about Iran they know Iran by two things oil and wrestling especially the orange chic the youngest start olympic champion 1968 mexico city awa nwa w whatever as every intelligent american know about the orange chic aau pan-american i've been through i saw a to the z now i heard Mr. Ricky Stimbo, he is a new champion. Beat Mr. Rick Flair, another American. But remember, Mr. Stimbo, the Iron is not American. I am from Ayatollah Khomeini country. همه شنوندگان ایرانی عزیز بکنم همه دنیا مخصوصاً Vaziri, Ricky Stimbo, I want to look at me very, very good. Look at me. Ricky Stimbo, I told you, and I told you again, you beat one America, but this body is not America. This is from Ayatollah Khomeini country. I am here for one reason. Mr. Stimbo, whatever, Ric Flair, toughest rougher, whatever who is in, in NWA, I'm already excited. Uh, Ricky Stimbo, remember you resting. you going to find out about the Aron Sheik, Iran, number one, Ayatollah, number one, USA. Ah! Puff!
0: You kept me. Well, kept a very me. controversial man you here in the NWA on. fans, Dangerous on.
1: Dan Spivey,
2: will be on his way to the ring in just a moment. Yeah. Do you notice there was no crowd when he was talking? Yeah. Okay. That tells you the answer about when that was taped. So, um... Any thoughts on the Sheik right there? He He's going to get better with his promos.
3: <laughs> I, did you see that he said AWA, NWA? They are probably like, no, no, stop naming the competition. He goes, WW, and then stop talking. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I mean, it's easy. I mean, he's insane now. I'm pretty sure he was insane then. I guess they don't have fluoride in the water in Tehran. Stop! What? Uh, cause I was really hoping—I was really hoping Harper was here for that. Because you know he—he's got conspiracy theories about the fluoride.
2: Yeah, as he pointed out many years ago on the show.
3: <laughs> <sighs> Boy, um, you also got to remember this is a time when that Iranian thing would still work. Man, people were that freaked people out when we were little kids.
2: Oh yes, I'm scared of the chic man. Oh my yeah.
3: god! Um, the the spitting, the God. What I'm just trying not to watch what's on the screen now. It's just terrible. Um, about I would Spivey imagine
2: versus uh Tom Pitner. We're watching. Go ahead.
3: And he sort of has that black tone crack feel. Like he he's older there, but he doesn't look it.
2: No, besides the weight gain, I mean he doesn't really I mean he's got a big belly, but he's not like he 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 looks good, I mean for his age.
3: I mean By just cuz he's get ready. just cuz he's crazier than shithouse mouse doesn't mean anything.
2: Oh, I think he's hilarious on Twitter. He's he's a he's a freaking riot. He's he's so comical. But uh get ready, him and Stinger but uh, going to be in a program in a feud.
3: That can't go well.
2: <laughs> I'm not saying nothing, man. We're going to stay tuned. Just stay tuned. Him and Sting. Him and the Stinger. <laughs> uh, I thought he was all right there, man. He he went for a little while, but, man, I got to believe they're trying to fill up some time here with some nonsense because uh, they've re-aired two, two matches from the Clash. I mean, the Clash, the pay-per-view. There's. just... They, they kind of just fill it up. So, I mean, look, Spivey's in the ring right now for like damn near five minutes with some nobody who never gets an offensive move in. So that's that. I mean, what do looks you think? Like,
3: that guy looks like Bob Armstrong after a bad Arona.
2: I don't know what he looks like, but I'm just uh, – I'm over Spivey in the varsity club at this point against this guy. And I'll leave it at that. Any thoughts on Spivey as we uh, go from the Sheik to Spivey in his match?
3: Man, I got no interest in this. So. He's doing the house, house. Yeah. He's a white dude with a white haircut. That shit works if you're crazy like Brody or you're foreign.
2: I got nothing, dude. Well, so we go He's from. A,
3: his whole gimmick is a mess. Uh,
2: I'm not trying to insult him. And it's, the worse man, but...
3: when, it's worse when he cuts the promo.
2: <sighs> this guy's not varsity club material, in my opinion, but that's just me. All right. So then we go to Dick Murdoch. He cuts a very quick promo. He's back. Um, I've lost count of how many times we, we do see Murdoch uh, come in and out. I know he's been here for a few weeks, and as I say, he's back. But anyway, I didn't have anything from it, Doc. Did you... No. Yeah, there was nothing there. And then we get Dick Murdoch, who defeats Keith Steinborn. Uh, Doc, anything?
3: Steinborn uh, invents new ways to look terrible with his look.
2: You think he was that bad? Is it because of the ponytail gimmick? Yes. So would you rather the hair teased out, or would you rather the ponytail gimmick?
3: Well, last week it was that his singlet was falling off like a chick who's drunk and trying to show side tit.
2: And then this week he's got a singlet, but he's got the trunks over the bottom of the singlet. I don't know if you realize that. That's what that is. Did you realize Disaster. that? No. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not, I can tell you it's not a singlet because, well, no, he's got a singlet on, but a singlet. If it's just a singlet, a one-piece singlet, it's not going to have a drawstring by the, by the waist area. Well, he's got the singlet on, and he's got a pair of trunks over it, because I think his trunks have his initials KS on it. It's very unflattering, and it's not a good match. Nothing against Murdoch and him. But it's just... They, they they Dude, they are... They are two yard they are three yards in <laughs> a cloud of dust with this episode, man. There is nothing. They're out about. there
3: squeezing the tit trying to milk it. Yeah.
2: Well, Doc, what? do I need to play this for comedic purposes? What? Spivey's promo.
3: Jesus, he's gonna bug his eyes out and scream at me. And the
2: newest member of the varsity club standing beside me, dangerous Danny Spivey.
0: Well, Magnum, you know, it's great belonging to the varsity club, the elite club, the ruler of the wrestling world. Mike Rotundo, Dr. Death, Kevin Sullivan, and myself, we're going to control the NWA. What we say, go. And if people don't believe us, wait till you get in the ring with us, because we like to hurt people. We don't mind breaking somebody's bones or sending somebody in a limo to the hospital, because that's what we do best. You guys get ready what is and beware because the <laughs> Barcy oh, Club oh. is fixing to control the N.W.A. So people, get ready because Dangerous Stan is on the war. And get ready, Lex Luger, Sting, Fantastics, and Road Warriors, Road Warriors, get ready.
2: There you hear it from Dangerous Danny. Now let's go to the ring. Man, you talk, you think Sting is bad?
3: Jesus. I feel like he's trying to do a Hulk Hogan impression and it's not working. That
2: might be the best explanation I've ever heard. And it's still terrible. I mean, him. And it's terrible. God, it was horrible.
3: That's not good.
2: Ugh. As Hopper says, "Ugh,
1: ugh,
2: ugh. that ugh. might be worse than Tim Horner, man."
3: Uh, let's calm down a little bit.
2: Okay, so we go then to Kendall Windham who defeats Keith Hart. Yes, sir. Keith, Keith Hart. Hart. Yeah, man, you got a little Keith Hart Long action of here. guy one. <laughs> That's messed up. But Kendall what? wins. Why is uh, that messed
3: up? I'm rooting for Kendall. Look at that bump. He took off that. That clothesline,
2: Keith Hart's out there working his ass off. This is
3: the, this is the best we've seen Kendall Windham look. Now the question is, is that because it was Keith Hart? Uh, Maybe. Yeah.
2: Yeah, But Kendall looks good here, man. Yeah, I mean, he
3: did. He did. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie.
2: It's the the match of the episode that wasn't a replay, too.
3: Jesus Christ! That tells you everything you need to know.
2: (laughs) We're trying, y'all. There's just not much in this episode, man. I promise. Oh, okay. Uh any other thoughts on Kendall defeating Keith Hart here?
3: Um uh, Keith Hart's little panties there were a little strange with the zebra print, but you know, I mean, this you're right. This was the best match on the card, and that should tell you everything you need to know. I mean it's not a knock on those two guys. It's a it's a knock on the, the presentation.
2: By the way. Keith, what that match went like seven minutes. Okay. Just saying. Well, but again, best match, <laughs> best match on the show. Best match on the show. Alright. Uh Doc, are we ready for this uh next promo? <laughs> Doc, do you need to set up how offensive this
3: is? What's offensive about it?
2: Oh, okay, I'm gonna let you... Except
3: except for everything.
2: (laughs) Okay, I was about to say. This is terrible. (laughs) This is so wrong. So wrong. I'd like to
3: apologize to all of our um, well, we'll just let it play.
2: By the way, so I have the tapes or the the original episodes. Thank you out there. Our research department, Tim Orecci. I hope you're doing all right, Tim. Uh, I have the originals from this and what I did. You're going to hear some silenced footage as Hayes cuts this promo. I checked the original and it's not the WWE that silenced it. It's actually silenced on the original broadcast too. So with that said, let's go to Hayes and JYD now in a very unprofessional promo and not politically correct and all that good stuff. Here it is. Welcome back to World Championship Wrestling. The two men at my side, Michael P.S. Hayes of the Junkyard Dog. Not two likely individuals to be hanging around together, but they do it anyway. And Michael, I got to ask you a question. I couldn't help but notice you're being scouted by Hiro Matsuda.
0: What could that mean? (laughs) Well, you know, I'm going to tell you the truth. They've come up, and they've had some pretty good offers. But let me tell you what Japanese money means to me. Not one damn thing. You understand? Because I want to explain something to you i have always been my own man i have always done what i wanted to do and i don't need no gonna come dictate to me how to run my life how to wrestle and how to live the nightlife like i do so thanks but no thanks it's just like this girl said to me when i was walking in she said how can somebody so bad Looks so good. Give him that look. Give him that look. Give him that look, right? Like, you know what? Now you see how it feel when somebody come and try to buy you don't you know I mean? I understand. He going to go, also, I want Toyota. We don't need no dog. <laughs> no, <just laughs> <some dogs laughs> tell him hey, what hey, we need. Jesus. We need some bone to chew on. And every dog needs a bone. Hey, and how about this? For the uh, first time, Jesus. we got dog, Michael P.S., in the Mid-South together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Jesus. I, God I feel like somebody should just hit a tagline here, dude. I
1: don't it's like
3: Cause I, I am Okay, so I have a
2: question.
3: Oh. I know he talked about the shape of the eye first, and I know we called him the three letter word that you're not supposed to say last. What did he say in the middle?
2: he said slant you know i uh-huh. and then uh-huh. i think he said god damn wow c h i n k j a p i think that's what he said i try i watched hey, it like 20 times hey, to read thing. his lips
3: i think j y d's worse
2: I, dude, you took you taking my thunder. Because, well, I think you know. I think we say JYD is worse because when Hayes did it,
3: he's cutting we, a promo. But dude, and
2: Jay, he's cutting a promo, and and we can't hear it. We're reading his lips, right? But then, so like that kind of takes away from it a little bit. But but it's bad what he says because he says well, J-Y- slant.
3: Yeah, but what JYD does is filthy.
2: Oh, that's just dirty. <laughs> dirty. <laughs> dirty. Ew. I said no. We don't need no I can't even do it. That was dirty. And and like, okay, so if you're if you're if you're listening and you hear JYD say it, you hear it, but you got to see what his face. Oh, dear yeah. God. And then he, he's, he's hyping Hayes up, too. That's, that's even worse. Like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play. This is about 20 seconds into it. Listen to JYD when he starts hyping Hayes up. Show him
0: that look, Mike. Show him that look. Up. And they've had some pretty good offers. But let me tell you what Japanese money means to me. Not you. one damn thing. You yeah! understand? Because I want to explain something to you. I have always been my own man. I have always done what I wanted to do. And I don't need no. It's gonna come dictate to me how to run my life, how to wrestle, and how to live the nightlife like I do. Listen to JYG. So thanks, but no thanks. It's just like this girl said to me when I was walking him, in. Him. She said, Tell, him, tell Somebody him. so bad looks so good. Give him the look. Give him a look. Give him that look, You know what? Now you see how it feel when somebody come and try to buy you, know what I, mean? I understand. He going to go, also, I want Toyota. We don't need no Toyota. No, tell him, dog. Tell him what hey, we need. We need some bone to chew and every dog needs a bone. Hey, man. Hey, and how about this? For the uh, first time, the Junkyard Dog, Michael P.S., in the Mid-South together. Yeah, yeah.
3: In the Mid-South?
2: Uh because they were going to Louisiana. Oh, like like you know when they're in the area, like uh, wrestling and mm. yeah. Okay, so JYD's probably worse than he is. And even at the end, he's mocking an Asian guy. He's going yeah 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 yeah, and he's got his he's squinting his eyes. This was filthy. Filthy. Filthy filthy is this okay in all seriousness we like to we like to have fun we we obviously don't sign on for things like this to be said in the world well
3: i the only reason i like it is not what it was said it's that it operated at a time when you could you would see something that you weren't supposed to see or you would see things that were like this where I mean, not only can you not do this today, you ain't ever going to see it. And it's it's not right. Yeah. It's not. I'm not condoning it. But it's also interesting where nothing I see in today's product is inter- worthy, worthy of interest.
2: Um. You would never see this on TV nowadays. It's not even a question. I mean, we know that, uh. I mean, I guess we were still close enough to World War II where <laughs> the Southern wrestling fans were like, "Yeah, you tell them, Dog and Hayes." I mean, we're, we're what forty-four years removed at that point. I mean, I don't know. I mean, look. I mean, you got to educate the people. This is two thousand twenty. This is we're we're many, 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 many years past it, but. There was a generation of wrestling fans at this point that would have saw that promo and were like you goddamn right you tell him Hayes and Dog.
3: Oh yeah, this like, wasn't a, a heel promo. Remember, yeah. they were they were trying to take over America in some people's eyes at this point, economically.
2: Yeah, so or not only economically but again we I know it's 40 plus years past World War 2 hey, but
3: man, they bombed our country. That was that took a long time for people to forget,
2: dude. They Pearl Harbor. I mean, you just just think about that. So I mean, uh, that was a <laughs> it's crazy, man. That was a baby face promo.
3: Hey, man, go ask somebody who's seventy five years old in your life if they trust the Japanese.
2: Oh, I mean, those wounds, those wounds die very slowly. I mean, you know, I it's just I'm telling you, man. Like I. I i post i i randomly stumbled upon this a couple months ago i was just you know i tell you sometimes i'll play around i'll go ahead just kind of see what's going on or i'll go ahead and see like some of the promos and i i stumbled upon this and, and i was like oh my god i can't wait for doc and Harper to see this Harper's not here we'll eventually get him give his comments but this is filthy filthy and I agree okay I, so J, JYD so is worse. this
3: is the this is the age-old question should they have done it
2: you can't this is one of those things where you can't answer from 2020 eyes I mean you can but it's going to be different than in 1989 2020 I'm going they shouldn't have did that, that that's just dirty 1989. Hey, man, he's cutting a promo.
3: A baby face one at that.
2: I, I mean, I, no one will understand this besides us, but it fit for the time. It fit for the
3: time. It fit for... I bet, for you, I bet you they walked through that curtain and nobody said a word or thought anything of it.
2: Dude, you know, I remember how uh, Cornette tells a story about Dusty when Dusty, um, when Cornette, the challenger yeah, that, yeah we lit Ronnie Garvin we lit your face up like the challenger and Dusty when Corny comes to the back he goes don't talk about the challenger kid and that did not happen with this they walked to the back well I don't know maybe somebody said something because they did, they did silence out Hayes's words so maybe so mm. or maybe in post production they were like man we can't let that fly but they didn't tell him nothing Right. So, I, Dude, Hayes said the word slant, eyed, goddamn, and he used the C word and the J word. He went for the trifecta with that one. And then dog makes it worse. Oh, no, yeah. we don't want no Toyota. I can't do it. It was foul. Filthy. <laughs> Filthy.
3: And he did I that forget- face with his teeth sticking out. Like a rabbit with the two front teeth.
2: One more again. Here it is.
3: So bad.
0: Looks so good. Give him a look. Give him a look. Give him a look, mate. Like, you know what? Now you see how it feel when somebody comes and try to buy you, you know what I mean? I understand. He going to go, also, I want Toyota. We don't need no Toyota. No Toyota.
3: Jesus and I just And I just realized he's making a slavery reference. Now you're going to see how it feels when somebody comes to try to buy you. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh this is, man. Those are your baby faces right there.
2: Man. Uh if you're watching on the Patreon video, we're gonna do the ratings. I'm at the end of the video. Uh for we'll do the ratings on the audio only feed, so I just want to make that announcement as I'm hitting stop now on it. Um this was beyond <laughs>
1: ridiculous. <laughs>
2: oh dog, oh dog. All right. So, Doc, any other thoughts on that ridiculous promo? No. We go to uh, the match, the next match. It's um, Vincent Young. He's dancing and doing his thing. He defeats Joe. Uh, I don't know how to say his last name, but this gimmick is dumb, and dancing and all that just wears me out. I don't have anything from the match. Doc, do you?
3: We saw some more slick moves.
2: Yeah, he's out there dancing. I don't know. What's this guy's name? I was trying to look for the graphic, but whatever. Uh, I think it was Joe Cocaine or something like that. I don't know if I'm saying Joe right. Cocaine? Cocaine. That might be a rib no matter what I think about it. Joe Cocaine or Cocaine. Yeah, that feels like a rib. But Vincent Young's out there dancing and all that good stuff. He wins. And then, well, we come back from commercial after... After we see that, you know, Vincent Young match. And they throw us to Paul Lee, Randy Rose, Jack Victory. Yes, Jack Victory filled in for Dennis, who took his ball and went home. And Rose, Paul Lee, and Victory wrestle Cornette and the Midnight Express at the pay-per-view. Randy Rose was pinned by Stan Lane. So Randy Rose must leave the NWA as we see the finish of that match as we go off air. Uh, Randy Rose was supposedly gone from the NBA forever, but uh, don't hold your breath on that because everything was not airtight, brother. Well, Doc, um, so we saw that. Hot
3: now? What? Let's just give it all away.
2: (laughs) Wait, wait, wait! Say what you say because I was talking over you. What were you saying just now? You're what now? Now I'm hot. No, tell us how hot you were.
3: Let's just give it all away. Why don't you just come in my house and fuck my wife, too, while you're at it? Come on. Okay, nobody. Come on, man. Grow up. This is just the height of stupidity. I mean, <laughs> if you want to run a business in the ground, that's your business. But there's no reason to do this.
2: You know the worst part about this? I would not have shown this for one reason. Because Jack Victory filled in for Condry. I would have been like, I'm not announcing it. I'm just going to be like, I, 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 let me tell you, me tell old, you what I would in do. In the old
3: days, they would have.
2: I don't know. Dude, you know what I would have done? For real.
3: Tell everybody no had, that Condry ate the pin?
2: No, I wouldn't have even said that because you can't tell everybody Condry ate the pin because you got the pay-per-view that you're selling That's on true. VHS. So you know what you do? You don't say a word. You just act like it didn't happen. You just be like, up, Randy Rose lost. I wouldn't, I would let it. You got to remember, there was no social media back then. This stuff's got to travel word of mouth. So it would take forever for word of mouth for for the word that Jack Victory filled in for Condry to go around the territory or go around the nation. Nobody would know unless you ordered the pay-per-view. And I know that sounds crazy. A couple hundred thousand people ordered it. Nobody would know besides those people and then the dirt sheet readers, the smart sheet readers, or even like the, the PWI magazine. But remember those things come out month, months later. Okay. So keep in mind, nobody would have known. Just don't say anything just on your on your upcoming TVs. Just say, Oh, Randy Rose got pinned. He's got to leave the NWA and that's why he's not here. I wouldn't even, I would act like Dennis Condry. I wouldn't even say anything. I would just completely avoid the issue. But no, they broadcast it here and it's like, well, yep, okay. So
3: just giving shit away. <laughs> I'm uh, the guy who wanted to put every other smoky mountain behind the paywall. Yes, how you do did. you think I fe- how do you think this makes me feel? Um You hate it. <laughs> i'm almost so mad that i'm past being mad
2: yeah you're calm you're much calmer now than i thought you'd be
3: well i had half expected harper to come on here and carry the water for me but you know he can't pay his internet bills
2: you never responded yes. i was gonna call his cell phone
3: i don't know how dedicated to the show Harper is these days. <laughs> he's, he's back at work,
2: man. Mm. Uh, he's back at work, man. He, he, I'm starting he's to tired. question
3: his commitment. Like He's kind of like Ole Anderson was when they kicked him out.
2: No, <laughs> Watching his son's uh, matches, you're saying?
3: Yeah, he's got to get his priorities in check. Now, he's
2: working, everybody. Let's, don't let Doc beat him up. All right. Well, Doc, again, that was the actual end of... The episode right there. So, I mean, lots of recaps on this week's show from what happened at the pay-per-view. I guess in 1989 eyes, we probably would have been happy. But, man, you watch this through 2020 eyes. And for you and I, we just watched the pay-per-view where we did all these matches. So it was like, eh, I don't know. It just kind of felt like, what are we doing here? But I'll throw it to you. What are your What is your rating, even though you told me what you were going to do earlier this
1: week?
3: I feel like that the, the entertainment value of Michael Hayes and JYD is going to pull me back from where I was. But not as much as you think. So I'm just going to be brutally honest here. This pissed me off a lot. This pissed me off more than anything. Any other episode we've done in four years of doing the NWA, and I'm giving it a fucking F. Damn. Well, I mean, I and again, I'm not playing fair, but this is my show, so I don't have to. If I'm looking through it through 89 eyes, I didn't get to see the pay-per-view. I got to see matches. I'd have lost my mind. But you start to see things that just are the reason why we can't ever beat the WWF. And maybe, you know, and, and we just saw a pay per view with one of the best matches we've ever seen. Why can't we beat the WWF? And it's because we're just going to do stupid shit left and right.
2: <laughs> <sighs> so you going with an F. So is anybody even getting a Rolex?
3: Yeah, I'm going to get my Rolex to JYD. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Why are well,
2: you laughing? Why are you laughing as you say that?
3: It's the first time he said anything that I've enjoyed since he's come back. <laughs> or that's been entertaining, I should say.
2: That was so dirty what he did. God, it was dirty. Oh, no. We don't need no Toyota. What? Um, oh, all right. I'm not going to be as hard as you on this episode because I, I, I still in my mind, I look at it through 1989 eyes as a kid who got to, got to watch some wrestling. If I'm watching this in 1989, I'm I am going to give it like a C minus. But uh, that's assuming I would have seen the pay-per-view too. even or, or I'm sorry, that's assuming I wouldn't have seen the pay-per-view. I'm still C probably well, I'll, I'll change it to a C. I would have been excited because I got to see Flair and Steamboat. But still, this was this was akin to a recap show. And it's that, you know, I, I don't know who to give the freaking Rolex to, though, Doc. I really don't. I, I feel like I'm just being a dirty, filthy, scummy human being if I give it to Dog or Hayes. But there's like literally no other choice that's how bad this was how do you give it to dog and Hayes
3: because we're filthy people
2: it's just I, I I'm not giving out no Rolex nobody's getting a Rolex
3: Nobody. Keith Hart my Keith Hart might deserve one
2: you know what let's go with Keith Hart I'm giving it to Keith Hart he made Kendall Wyndham look like a million bucks it, and that was the match of the show. He, I mean, outside obviously, Flair and Steamboat was better, but it was a replay. You can't give it to them. Keith Hart, he's getting my Rolex, and I'm going to give this episode a C. All right, Doc. Well, we've mentioned a couple of things as we're getting ready to wind things down a little bit on this show. But we mentioned the Amazon referral link. Again, I want to thank everybody who's out there using it. During the pandemic, as they're shopping online, tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. We appreciate it. Thank you for using that link. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. Give that link to the wives and girlfriends and women and men or family members, everything in your life. Tell them to use it. Also, don't forget, you can become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreon btt. That is tinyurl.com slash patreon btt. A great way to support this show uh, and get tons of extra content that's right tons of extra content all right uh doc do you want to you want to do our sopranos thing here uh you got a little time
3: we got to we got to wait for harper oh you bumming me out
2: i needed something exciting after the way this episode went
3: no that's trust me you got to wait for harper on this one
2: okay well i'll let you play booker man this one time um, all right, Doc, well, what else do we have to cover tonight? Am I am I missing anything? I'm uh, I feel like I am, but I'll let you tell me.
3: I I don't think you're missing anything, man. I'm ready to go. I'm in a bad mood now. I don't want to do this anymore.
2: This was a rough episode. We really needed a silver or a hopper on this one.
3: We did cuz we we're both mad at it.
2: I, I'm not as mad as you because I was really looking forward to JYD and Hayes, uh but I'm even that, we had to wait until an hour and twenty, you know, hour and ten minutes into the show before we could even get to it. I don't know. It's just just was just a yeah. What a everything yeah. was an airtight, brother. Mm-mm. Why do we say that all the time? Why did those old timers say that?
3: Cause they thought they were booking the territory.
2: Uh, well, they weren't. Anyway. All right, Doc. Well, you know what? I know you're upset. You're frustrated by this week's episode. So hit the tagline. Let's get out of here. And uh, hopefully, next week's better.
3: We'll, we'll, we'll get back up on the horse next week. Oh, okay. whoa.
2: Well, hold on one second. I got to do one thing. Check out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast, Joe Morada, and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. And check out the ECW cast, which is on our Patreon feed. But the ECW guys, Mike, Pru, and JV, they also do the Bottom Line Cast, of the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin on their own show on their free feed. Uh, check out um, their shows, just search Bottom Line Cast, and check out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. They support us, please support them. Now I am done. Doc, hit the tagline and take
3: us home. Book it. Bitch.